There once was a Pat from Manhattan who had a podcast that he wanted ads in. So he called up some sponsors and said, please help us out, sirs. But they said, sorry, it ain't going to happen. That's going to be our, our new opener until we get some advertisers. It's <laughs> a poem for, for all the listeners out there. I love it. Brad, way to go. Thank you. It's not going to happen. <laughs> How- Everyone who does... Go ahead, Paige. How hard do you think it is to get a Squarespace sponsorship? Because I feel like every podcast I listen to is sponsored by Squarespace. Really? I think you just have to be able to breathe, and then you're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe maybe we start with that and work up. Yeah. You said tomato, I said tomato. We just found out we both love gelato. Hold up, wait a minute. Did we just become best friends? Well, that was great. Everybody who's been listening along as as uh, loyal little peeps knows that was Brad. And he, he had the Can You Deal Wheel assignment, which was to give us an intro in poem fashion. So, bravo, Brad. Thank you. Thank you. Bravo. Also, also this is Pat. Pat is here. Hi, Pat. And we have Paige. We have Matul. Hey. Hello. And we are the, we're the potential best friends. Potential <laughs> How long is this episode? <laughs> well, it's episode twelve, and this is going to be uh, every episode's like an hour. We talk for like an hour each, right? So this is what is yeah. this? Twelve hours? Yeah. How many hours and did instead, we say best friendship is? I think it's two hundred. <laughs> Damn. But Damn, we got quite I'm gonna, a bit. I'm going to give us the benefit of the doubt because we're having good conversations. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to cut in half even and say maybe a hundred. Oh, wow. Damn. So okay. Pretty maybe good. we're like yeah. a tenth of the way there. I'm not sure. I it's think pretty we can good. make it. Yeah. We have a fun episode today, though. What's that, Paige? No, like, cake just popped into my head. And you were like, <laughs> you know. Paige just cheesing out some more. Can you, no, you were starting to sing. I don't want to hold you back. She's going the distance. Dun, dun, oh, dun, 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 yeah. He's going for speed. Anyone else <laughs> angsty <laughs> in <laughs> middle school? <laughs> no. I mean, you know I, I was. You heard my Nine Inch Nails face. <laughs> oh, See, the wrapped dropped. Was anyone shocked by their wrapped? The what? Spotify wrapped. No. We're not sponsored. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, sadly. You're an Apple Music oh, user? I know. I'm, I'm ashamed to say. Don't say it. Okay. I'm a, that's my life is UI UX design, and I stand by that Apple's app is a better ex- UX experience. Stand by it. Yeah, well, good. I'm, There's Spotify no. just has been around longer, and people are indoctrinated, and they're yes. used to the way it works. Yes. <laughs> Wait, did you say you're Apple, Matul? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Brad. Where are you? I don't want to say. I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm Amazon Music. <laughs> what? Wait, actually, I have, yeah, I have Amazon Unlimited. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's amazing. Because my family has it, what so is, I just share it. I was just going to say, yeah. you're the only person yeah. under 45 I know who uses Amazon Music. I know. Music. You're the first yeah, person because I've met. because my 70-year-old parents have it. I piggyback off of them. Wait. We so have Paige all the Beach Boys in our... our... No, I'm, I use Spotify. I just stand for Apple Music. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I got swindled well, into a this. family plan with Ted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Ted. you and I are Spotify. You love Apple. Matul's an Apple guy, and Brad's an Amazon person, and we're all getting getting along still. Wow. Because Somehow. we've we've had those we've had those. I guess it, today's episode twelve, so we only had eleven hours. I said twelve before, but because of those eleven hours, we're able to stay together, right? As friends. Um. Today's a fun episode, everybody, because 
We're changing up the whole format. We're gonna do a quick local update. I think I'm gonna spin, or I'm gonna have someone spin one wheel only, but we're gonna go into, I forget what the premise was <laughs> for the conspiracy theories. It's either like your favorite conspiracy theory or one that you might believe or one you find the most weird or interesting. I think the way, whenever you talk about your conspiracy theory, you can just talk about, you can frame it, mm. what, what like your perspective on it. And I think that's gonna, I think it's another way we can learn more about each other from how we're diving into, I don't know, a weird and interesting conversation topic, right? Yay. Yay. It will be fun. Um, before we do that, let's fire through our, our local update because if people remember we're all in different parts of the US. I was gonna say the world. The USA. That's also it's also true, but yeah. I guess the US is we're all in the US. Sometimes. Sometimes we're not in the US, right? Sure. Yeah. Sometimes. All right. We're, we're all travelers. I'm a citizen of Brad. the world. <laughs> Brad, uh actually, yeah, Brad, do you yeah. have anything? Uh, nothing, nothing big. Uh, it's getting cold in Indiana. That's a, that's you know about all I have to say. Have been doing a lot of the holiday stuff, which I do like. Uh, there was a big tree lighting ceremony in Indianapolis, where for those of you not familiar, it's it's called the Circle City, and they have a big monument circle in the middle of the city. They turn into a big Christmas tree, so they did a big lighting ceremony last weekend, and that was fun. And so I went to that, and then I watched the. Not really a local update, but I watched the Rockefeller uh, tree lighting uh, on TV last night. So definitely getting into all the the Christmassy holiday stuff. Um, I do enjoy that. You know, I don't. I'm not that big of a winter fan, but I do like the holiday stuff. Uh, the problem for me with winter is just once that's all over, you have January and February where nothing's going on. You just have a bunch of cold, dirty snow. So I'm enjoying the. Uh, you know, enjoying the winter stuff while I can. I guess we should tell the uh, little people we're, we're recording on December 1st. That's right. So we just hit. Happy December. Happy December. Holiday. Do you, I asked Elte, do you think like the advent calendars that, are, you know, you, where you like open a door or whatever mm -hmm. every day of December, do you think they go on sale like December like 3rd or like when do they go on sale? Oh, like the clearance, like the clearance ago? one. Oh, clearance. Yeah. You're trying you to get like immediately. You're trying to get like the seventy-five percent off. <laughs> Pro I'm just thinking probably. like, if you, yeah, because they must. I mean, they're dated if yeah. the day after. Yeah, most calendars are. Yeah. Oh, that's also true. So you're a genius. Why don't you go next, Matul? <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have opened my mouth because I don't really have much of a local update either. Pretty much everything Brad said. It's getting cold. There's a tree lighting <laughs> ceremony here in Chicago as well. Not a fan of winter, but the December holidays make it good. But then January, February sucks. So diddle Amen. all around. Um, I did go home to Kentucky for the Thanksgiving break and one, not even a local update, but one thing that happened was it was my it was around my birthday and my parents like are super into celebrating and stuff so they they filled <laughs> my car with like balloons without me knowing and when i got in it as a balloon it was a whole thing but anyway i was driving with the balloons in the car because i needed to go get something and and suddenly like i thought like i got into a car accident like i ran into something or something ran into me because there was this insanely loud sound <laughs> 
And I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. Something happened dramatic. Uh, my tire blew out or something. No, just one of the balloons popped and the windows were closed and it was so fucking loud and nearly like crashed and like ran off the road. So PSA in my you know usual ways, uh, if you have balloons in cars, it's a cute thing and all, but uh, please remove before driving um, as they can cause havoc. Now, Matu, I'm glad you're all right, but imagine yes, if you, you had like crashed and the first responders, res- first responders had showed up and had to pull you out of the car and they opened the car and you're just filled balloons. balloons. <laughs> they would be like, what the hell happened to this What is this, a clown car? <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I feel like until we get ads, um, Matul, you, your PSA should be our like ad break. Ad like break, for sure. You're very Thinking specific. of putting balloons in cars? Think again. <laughs> Wait, so was it, you said it was your birthday? Yeah, are yeah, you a Scorpio uh, too? A couple of weeks ago, yeah. What's that? Well, happy, bir- happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. And also Paige had a birthday. Yeah. He did. Wow. Wait, what day were you, Paige? 10. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, because you overlapped with uh, a partner. I was 22nd. Oh, are you Sagittarius? I think I'm like on that cusp. I don't know. Ooh, Ooh but one thing. I know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. We, things wait, hold on. on. But did you know that the cons... The, our, the, those signs are based on our position relative to constellations in the sky. But our position relative to the constellations changes over centuries. And so if you were a Sagittarius like two centuries ago, you probably shifted a couple of days such that mm. you're now probably whatever the next thing is or the oh, thing wow. before. So you're not the sign you once thought you were. Nerd. Interesting. <laughs> so are those people kind of like have the traits of both both signs then? No, because all of it's garbage anyway. No, I'm sorry. Uh, um, <laughs> no, I think so. I think that I think there's like a thing about how if you're like on the cusp, there's like you have traits that merge the two. But yeah. I don't know. I think Paige, you know more about this given uh, you once told us to <laughs> I download am a white CoStar. Girl living in Denver, so <laughs> yeah. I do. Know there are little more stars on your sweater. Uh, <laughs> uh, th- well, there's your sun sign, which is like based on like what what you know like your birthday and then you're you're rising in moon sign and that's like specific about like the time you were mm-hmm. born all that nonsense so like that affects your personality supposedly mm-hmm. and so you're not just your sun sign you're a combination mm-hmm. of those three and then you have a house like technically you have like a house i think of like tw- or like a chart of like 12 houses and then those can all be in different like mm-hmm. oh wow things like my like i don't know when i look at mine it's like hundred thousand percent scorpio and i want to eat children like it's very evil and a hundred percent accurate obviously so yeah. yeah well i'm sorry i can Sounds see like... fat matt uh, pat is like upset she's fat fat matt pat she's gonna be fat matt pat it's because we started with a poem i was trying to say pat uh uh, I can see you're upset that I took us off tangent. My apologies. Please. No, I was just. I, I wasn't at first of all. Um, I'm offended on many levels. It's because we started. Uh, and I told him his hair was emo. We started off on no, that. No, okay. Really I just, the tone. No, I just. I like how I was. I wasn't getting mad. I was smirking because I enjoy how you guys. What I was actually thinking was a good thought material. I was like, wow. I don't really have to like move the conversation along as a host uh, in this episode. You guys are just like having a conversation. And I was like, this is nice. Well, I'm sorry. And then sorry. you're going to call me Fat Matt Pat <laughs> and saying that I'm angry. I was and thinking, I'm nice sorry. Flow. 
I, I'm ruining Pat's flow here, so I'm just getting off on tangents. My apologies. It's okay. Also, I was, for calling I was getting, you fat. I, <laughs> I was. I guess I was kind of getting mildly angry about. I don't know. I've been on edge lately. I've been like literally like we can about take a snap breath. like every every second of every day, and I was yeah. like, I was like. Uh, Signs, astrology, all this BS is what also I was thinking a little bit in my head. <laughs> really? But anyways, <laughs> just I'm going gonna, gonna to push that side a little bit. You told me to be caught with that, but, and then I'll let Paige do our local update. <laughs> um, since we were talking about trees, I have not gone to a tree lighting, but um, this is mostly a fact for Pat. The aptly named Mile High Tree, a seven-story, 39-foot diameter structure is 10 feet higher than the tallest Rockefeller Center Christmas tree in history and contains 600 that or 60,000 LED lights to create its signature programming. So that's oh. Denver's thing apparently. That's cool. I just learned that today and I've lived here almost 5 years. So it's clearly been a part of my holiday tradition here. Um my other local update is there's this new ad campaign I'm the only one that would make this their local update. But I think it's very funny. It's for like a bank in Colorado. And it's like becoming a Coloradan takes time. Like opening a bank account shouldn't. And it's like people like who move here and then you just like see them waiting in line at REI with like kayaks, skis, like literally every outdoor thing. And then there's like this one, probably my favorite, where like she hands him a sticker and he's like, what's this for? And she's like, you'll know what to do with it later. And then like it flashes to his water bottle with the sticker on it because we're all water bottle <laughs> fiends here. Um, and it did make me think like there are some like quirky things that like I definitely have adapted because um, recently my team was in town. They all live in Minnesota and we played like Family Feud, Denver versus Minnesota. And we got the fast like track round whatever. And it was like things you eat for breakfast on the go. And I was like breakfast burrito. And that was not an answer on the board. And Team Denver was appalled we were upset we didn't understand because that is a breakfast staple in denver um and so like i didn't realize like kind of like how grungy and crunchy denver has made me on accident that's actually that's, a, yeah that's funny because the last last sorry jump the last time i was in denver my friend blaine took me out to breakfast and we got breakfast he was like you have to try these breakfast burritos and that's what we got that's what everyone says yeah, I'm actually pretty shocked breakfast burrito isn't on there, even as a non-Denver person. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I was, was universal. Like, what do people eat on the go? I like forgot everything else I ate before I lived here somehow. I was like... Yeah, now how did this work? Was it like the Minnesota people came up with the answers so then like breakfast no, burrito wasn't was on like, there, but it was like loose It was fish? from was unbiased it? sources. Like my oh, boss okay. sourced all of them from like credible, you know, he linked everything so like okay. we could go yell at Got it. Got said... It credible sources that i thought you were from. having to guess the minnesota breakfast and it was going to be like weird nordic fish no <laughs> brad don't offend them oh sorry those people. we don't have any minnesota listeners or do we no we might have some uh, we might have sorry guys could be. We might have some. well not anymore yeah, yeah. No, we sorry. lost the one <laughs> <laughs> i almost said he just hung up on us but i was like doesn't make any sense he can't hang up on so us. the call in just so you know. <laughs> long time listener first time caller <laughs> see you guys yeah yeah um i have a couple interesting updates from the from manhattan uh i want to brag but i also do like to brag sometimes 
I made an appearance on a Times Square billboard on Tuesday. Yeah, you did. Um, Congrats. It'll be, it'll be a lot. I mean, it's funny how like everybody talks about how your social media Instagram is like the best parts and like always deceiving. Yeah, it's definitely deceiving. That was an ad that my company put up that I asked the desire to put me in that is playing in <laughs> Times Square. But still cool nonetheless. Congratulations. Um, That's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. It was pretty fun to see that. It was literally half a second. You could barely even tell it was me, but I thought it was pretty cool. That's really um, cool. <clears throat> it was like a dream of mine when I came to New York. I'm like, one day I'm gonna, as a joke, I'll be in a billboard. And I got up there. You still got kind up of there. A, still kind of a joke, but it's cool that no, it happened. Man, it was a real ad for a real That's company. Real. That's not a joke. That's Thanks, real. man. Appreciate it. I brag Look when at, be nice. our I've made makes it places. Like, I'm not even in it. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> Hi, yeah, my I name's just... not on it. You can't oh, trace shoot. it to me. Actually, Matul, I just remembered that uh -huh. same ad is playing on a mobile truck in New York City tomorrow and in Chicago oh. on a truck. And you know the big trucks yeah, yeah, that have yeah. the giant? They're going to send me the route so I can tell, tell you where it's in yeah, Chicago. Gonna go, I'll go you see get it. a photo of it. <laughs> Actually, send um, it to me. Okay. Uh, the other one is kind of funny. There's a new job that's posted. Everybody's talking about it online in New York, but the, the mayor's office, they're calling it the rat czar, but this is, I'll, I'll read you the role description. It said, do you have what it takes to the beginning of the role description? Do you have what it takes to do the impossible? A virulent vehemence for vermin, a background in urban planning, project management of government, and most importantly, the drive, determination, and killer instinct needed to fight the real enemy. New York City's relentless rat population. If so, your dream job awaits. New York Citywide Director of Rodent Mitigation. This is a <laughs> real job. Mitigation. Awesome. This is a real, dream this is a real... job line. No, hold for on. For a and rat Paige, murderer. Paige, <laughs> and you can have this job if you want to move to New York. And the salary, the range is 120 to 170 grand. Damn. Come on That's over. I'm applying. Did Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny That's what I was thinking the whole time I read Like, what is happening? Oh, Dream it's... job, killer instinct. Who wrote that? They need to... I'll send, I'll send it to you after this. I don't want to get distracted, guys. But I'm the whole upset. The whole thing's funny. It, I mean, it's an app, but it's literally like... It's what is the like, actual title? Job. It's uh, Director of Rodent Mitigation. Okay. I, thought, I like Ratzar better. Ratsars. Yeah, that's what that's what Ratsars I, Ratsars I saw good. earlier today. Ratsar sounds on, right? like a a Netflix that, series yeah. <laughs> that's gonna get three seasons. <laughs> My next DJ this, name this is might, be this might become a show. I, I might spoof this in the city and pretend the rats are. Hell yeah! I mean, have you seen thing. like Chicago Party? You could do an animated yeah, one season on this easy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea, Paige. Uh, maybe we can get the rats are on the podcast. We do an interview. <laughs> yeah, see what their actual jobs like. <laughs> Well, that's a local update. Uh, I want to do our conversation reels, but I want to get into the meat of it all with us. Our, I'm like super uh, anxious. Not, I guess I'm anxious and interested to hear about all the conspiracy theories. I don't know a lot about conspiracy I think the rat czar is a new conspiracy theory. Yeah, <laughs> could be. I d I'm definitely going to come up with some, some ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you guys heard about this rat czar? So He's I'm going just... around. Or she. We don't know. It. <laughs> some rat czar is going around. All the major cities. He's creating an army of rats. This is literally uh, a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. You know, or Dude, there's the... like... Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, if the rats united, they can kill us all. That's true. It's game over. I was going to say, there's probably like a, like a human czar. But that's oh. the rat. For the rats. Isn't that Ratatouille? And he's... Yeah. 
No, Ratatouille is like a friend, I thought. Oh, you mean like it's a Maybe we've been wrong the whole time and it's not like lizard people we have to worry about. It's rat people. And they've been like... They've been like ta- they've been in control of yeah. New York for like a hundred fucking years, and they're like, "Bitches, you remember the bubonic plague? Yeah, we did yeah. that, motherfucker." Don't forget like, what we can do. <laughs> yeah, like Mike drop. Yeah, <laughs> pocket full of posy, bitch. <laughs> Man, every time we, I think we saw a rat yesterday. Every time we see a rat, I lose his mind. But I don't know why it doesn't bother me at all. How big like, are they? Right, I feel like New York rats are like. Oh my god! I swear like I saw size. one. Yeah, I saw one cat size a couple of weeks ago, and that one was actually like, like shocking. Like I like lost my breath yeah. for a second. Do you guys remember um, Pizza Rat that went viral? Yes. On the internet? Oh yeah, he's famous. Like even outside of New York, that was he was just worldwide famous. Yeah, we should have him on. Uh, that would be a great guest. <laughs> yeah, that'd be by far. That'd be a great guest. round table: Pizza yeah. Rat and the Rat Czar. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. and we can have them like debate each other. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if fight. the Rat Czar took out the Pizza Rat. People will probably. Re- Protest. Oh, people yeah. turn on the rats are real quick. We, took we gotta make sure it's New York pizza and not Chicago pizza because the rat would drown. That's true. That's what people oh, yeah. start debating. They'd be like, that rat don't yeah. even eat real pizza. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he would drown. It would, well, too, it would be like quicksand. Yeah. It'd be actually kind of scary slowly. to see. <laughs> you know, he's like slowly going down. Yeah. Like some, and then if he's in an Italian restaurant, someone's got to throw him a noodle, you know, to like so grab onto it and get out of the middle of the pizza. Yeah, this is like yes. a this is a great this is we have the whole animated series. This is just great. Yeah. One. This is a I show. I don't even know why we should cancel this podcast and just do this. <laughs> we're a show now. Um anyways, all right. We are we're only gonna do one wheel, okay? And Paige gets to pick it. All right. Uh there's four wheels to choose from. There's a wheel of firsts, the shame, shame, shame wheel. Those are both wheels we've done before. There's a price institution wheel. And then there's the MP wheel, which is a bonus wheel. But you can choose any one you want. I'm going to go with Pricetitution because I'm very intrigued about what that means. All right. Fair enough. Hashtag not a sponsor. Pricetitution is a game that is on, I saw on, on uh, Shark Tank once. Okay. So here's the premise. I'm going to read a card and it's going to have a prompt. And then Matul and Brad and I are going to guess how much money it would take you to do this thing. And then you're going to reveal <laughs> the actual amount of money that you would, uh, okay. that it would take you to do it. So write it, it down, down after so I say yeah, it. I'm not All right. I pulled out a random one. All right. Okay. How much money would it take you to eat a sandwich that has a player? All right. This is like, All right. I'm going to change it. How much money would it take you to eat a sandwich that has Brad's toenail in it. It's not that bad, actually. But now we have to think, like, what is your cost? What would you be willing to take for that? What's your lowest amount of money? Do I? Do we go now, or do we wait? So we're trying to I guess have... Paige's amount. Yeah. Yeah. What's Paige's minimal threshold? I think she would what's do. What's her price? I I think she would do it for. $1,120. my God, Matua, of course you're going to make a... <laughs> all, right, all right, I don't know I'm getting angry. Again. He's playing gotta... Price is Right rules. <laughs> yeah, can I underbid Matua? I was going to say th- I was gonna say 300 Man, I don't know. I don't want to... This is where you don't want to, like, <laughs> think less of somebody. Well, but <laughs> the price of yeah, the sandwich. Yeah. I think she would do $3. it for... I'm going to say... 
250. I might be a disgusting person. I wrote oh, down gosh. $50. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. Is, I was going to go lower, but I didn't want to like... I make, really don't think that's that him? bad. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I had siblings, so like I had to eat gross mm. stuff anyway, yeah. and they never paid me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, the, the rest of the sandwich might be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it might I've be a pro- good like, I've probably eaten a fingernail oh, many a times seen. from a restaurant yeah. and, you know, not even known, nor right. got paid. I paid yeah. to eat that fingernail, actually. <laughs> totally. I mean, it's just so a page. Foot finger, you know? So. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't. How, what would you guys, what would your price be? I, you, like just Brad? one toenail. Yeah. yeah. I probably won't notice. Probably a hundred bucks for me. I need my own toenail for free. So. Yeah. Is it still my go. toenail? <laughs> it, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's now, now the toenail is, oh. it's all right. Oh, Brad, no, there's one, there's one toenail of, of each of me. Page and Matul. Oh, it's like a cocktail. Oh, that changes. And the sandwich okay, cocktail. Now we have yeah. Now we're but getting it's your stomach. 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 Yeah, my Brad, but it's your favorite so sandwich. Easy. What's your favorite sandwich, Brad? Uh, like a hoagie? Yeah, it's in a hoagie, okay? Oh. But the best hoagie. The best hoagie. You've ever had. I, with toenails. Yeah, I'll say I'll say $100. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm with Paige. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. I, I guess hey, maybe I, I just watch 50. too much Fear Factor. I don't know. Like you're not even really gonna taste it. You're just yeah. gonna. They casually have it beer whole. here that's like brewed with bull testicles. That's like a yeah. Colorado thing. Yeah. Um, Rocky okay. Mountain oysters. That's what it's called. Ah, but they're yeah. they're Rocky bull Mountain testicles. <laughs> I think I would do it for that cheap page. I think really? I would do it too. Okay. okay. Cool. I'm not as bucks. disgusting. So as So we're all grosser than we thought we were. Mm-hmm. Good to know. I don't. I don't get grossed out when there's a hair in my food. Yeah, like I just click it up. I just take it off. That's Honestly, I just don't, I don't care. Really it's either. like it has it's shit happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Wow. We're very surprisingly aligned. I will say, when I lived in Indy, my last house, we lived right by Little Caesars, and it was in like the like the Indy Star front page that like that Little Caesars was like confirmed like rat droppings the everywhere ever. and. <laughs> We maybe stopped eating there for like two weeks, and then I was like, yeah. you know what? It's Clean midnight. I, you know, I just hit brothers. I'm 22. <laughs> Five dollar hot and ready sounds great to me. Yeah, that's great. Can't blame you. What do you, I think we're the greatest podcast guys. <laughs> Hold on. What do you think? The, I don't. I know we have other things to talk about, but now I'm like, what do you think the odds are that at some point in your life, you've eaten like a form, some form of human flesh on like. Oof. I'm, I'm sure it's like you're oh, down 100 like 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> when I, mean, I just like, think of myself a big in the piece kitchen, of flesh or something. Well, I don't know about a big one, but just I mean, like some, like, yeah, some not like, big. like not an inch of skin or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, definitely I'm, skin. That's like dust is flakes of skin. Right. Right. But I mean, like just even a little like slice. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like <laughs> just things get sliced off. Just like a little slice. Think about how many onions have been cut in all the foods you've eaten at restaurants. At least a couple of fingers were scraped in those onion cutting processes. Yeah, that came right. That's still flavor. It's fine. Do you think you would eat another human tool if uh, <laughs> it was like if it came down to it? Like in the apocalypse, for example. Yeah. No, I would not. I would just kill myself. I think Matul would do it for seventy four dollars. Seventy eight dollars. Are we still playing this game? <laughs> yeah. How okay, much? Did I, I, <laughs> I don't I know. I'm getting so much enjoyment out of this. 
I recently started watching iZombie, and so I've really been pondering that question. Like, if I was a zombie, like, how, how would I get brains? Yeah. How would I do it ethically? It. Yeah. I'm very upset that the show hasn't explored alternative human brain options, but that's like yeah. a whole yeah. other day. That's a great, yeah. great so, show. I never I heard just, of it. It's ah, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm getting deep into it now. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, good. Look at this recommendation. This week's recommendation. Brad, Zombie. do you think if non-zombies ate human brains, they would get visions, or do only zombies get brains when they eat? Visions? That's a good get question. I can't remember brains. if they go into that or not. That's where I'm at. They do right go now. into a lot of stuff in the show. Like they explain. Okay, a lot. Excellent. They explore a lot. Yeah, so you're gonna like. Because as of right now, I have. I'm very lost. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, Matu and I are lost, but this is a perfect transition from talking about zombies and eating brains and stuff into the conspiracy theories. So I, I honestly, does anyone remember why we had this prompt came up? Were we talking about conspiracy I, theories? I don't I remember. To say. Yeah. No. You know what that means? That means it's a good conversation. Yeah. You remember how? I don't know. I just made that up, but it sounded right. Um, so good. We forgot. <laughs> so whenever, who wants to go first? I guess the only thing is when you share your conspiracy theory, uh, the point of this is, I don't know, it's entertaining and fun, but also I think it tells a little bit about you, what theory you chose. I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, but someone out there will dive into it. It'd be nice to know, like, if you thought it was your most interesting or like that was the weirdest or if you believe it even. Does anyone have a burning desire to go first? I can do it. I knew Paige was going to go. Paige. I love conspiracy theories and true crime and everything, and mine's like a hybrid <clears throat> cocktail. Um, I, don't, I would say this is probably one of my faves. Um, I spent a whole Christmas break reading the transcripts of Casey Anthony's parents on Dr. Phil because you literally cannot find that episode anywhere. Um, so I read the whole 62-page document, so like I've been in this rabbit hole, and I find it fascinating. So if you haven't been in the rabbit hole or were living under a rock, Casey Anthony um, was accused of killing her uh, daughter, Kaylee, who was then two, um, in Florida in like 2008. And this case just like went crazy. Part of the reason is because like Sunshine or Florida has sunshine laws. So what that means is like they there's no real um, opaqueness between the media and police so like everything comes out they have to share it it's that's why it always seems like florida has like the craziest fucking shit going on like partially it does because florida's whack but like partially we just like know about it because like we know everything so this case blew up like nancy grace like took over she called casey anthony top mom and um basically um she was heavily like publicized by mainstream media they had to move the case to a different you know city it was like three years after blah 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 blah. so um what ended up happening is casey anthony was not convicted of her daughter's murder and it's kind of i'm ranking it up there with like oj level of like oh my god we fucked up and um that's where i'm putting that so however this case was huge. There's still websites out there that you can find that are like to fund Casey Anthony. They believe she's innocent and she's been like dragged through the mud um, and like all this stuff. So um, the first like theory um, of what happened if um, Casey Anthony didn't murder her daughter is what she said in court is Kaylee drowned in the pool. And so she knew she was dead for like a whole month when she said she was kidnapped and 
that's that's kind of what they went with. Number two is she said her dad drowned her daughter. Um, that one's super fun. The third one is that her dad hired this like random convicted kidnapper to like kill her and dispose of her. And it was just like this random like it was just like pick a convict in Florida um so supposedly this guy maybe killed her and then my personal favorite casey is is an illuminati puppet um naomi riches a pa woman sued casey anthony for three billion dollars claiming that anthony called her and threatened to murder her and stab out her left eye which is like obvi illuminati symbolism apparently um so that's just like a quick like how crazy this case caught so i'm just gonna like talk a little bit about like what happened and like the craziness conspiracy within Casey's story and why it's just like insane that she's just like chilling and hanging out. So um, Casey Anthony just like bounced from her parents' home where she lived with her two with her two year old daughter in like the middle of June in 2008. And then like a month later, um, her car was like found in an impound lot and her parents were pissed because they hadn't seen her for a month. This happened all the time. Like, her parents literally had to buy gas cans because this bitch was just, like, constantly running out of gas. So, like, they were just, like, pissed. They called the cops and were, like, reported it stolen. When they got to the car, it smelled like a dead body. So that's, like, not cool. Um, they did open it, and there was, like, all these pizza boxes with maggots. But they were, like, ah, something else is wrong. So yada, yada, yada. Casey gets back to the house. They call the cops again because now all of a sudden her daughter has been kidnapped is what she says. And she's been kidnapped. She hasn't seen her in a month. And her nanny, Zanny the nanny, uh, kidnapped her daughter, which like Zanny is also commonly Xanax. Two most gullible parents in the world that she was like, Zanny the nanny had her. And I was like, wow, your parents did not watch any TV. So she said Zanny the nanny or Zendida Gonzalez was her babysitter who kidnapped her daughter. Um, and so what's wild about this, as we start to break it down, is Zendaya Gonzalez was a combination of her neighbor's names, her neighbor's last names. And what's even crazier is there are two, 22 Zendaya Gonzalez's actually in the U.S. One happens to live in Miami and was brought in for questioning when Casey said Zendaya Gonzalez stole her daughter. Um, and she was like, yo, never met her. So like, what a crazy coincidence that just has like pushed this story into like people believe Casey Anthony's innocent. And the neighbor's name she picked for Zendida Gonzalez were the neighbor's houses between her house and where her daughter's body ended up being found, which was half a mile away from her house. So just crazy stuff like that. So then um, she's like, no, I'm telling you that wasn't the right Zanny the nanny, but she exists. And my coworkers like know her. So she makes the cops like go to the, her job at Universal Studios where she's an event planner, supposedly. Um, but she's like not. And so she is straight up walking around, like waving to people like she actually works there and is like with the cops. Like, I do not know the level of like delusion and narcissism that you have to just be like, this will work out for me. Like what? Straight up like. Also, she somehow just, like, convinced someone to let her on the Universal Studios and was like, yeah, I guess because she had cops with her. But eventually she just gets to the end of the hallway and she was like, yeah, I don't work here. And had to just be like, by the way. So just to kind of fast forward, this gets crazy. At one point, the people that put Casey's bond up are like a bond team that start to sell, try to sell her story as a reality show. Um, Casey comes out to say that 
Her dad probably murdered her daughter because he sexually assaulted her. So that gets thrown out into the mix. While the month Casey's daughter was missing, she um, was like living it up partying. She won a hot body contest at some like dingy bar. So it's just like a very interesting story with lots of twists and turns. But like I said, there's these crazy coincidences, like the fact that there was a a Zendida Gonzalez in Miami um, that people like still believe that Casey Anthony is innocent, even though there is like I could talk for like five hours of evidence that point to this 22 year old lady killed her kid wow i actually didn't know that story so i'm glad you gave us that recap i didn't know i don't i didn't know a lot about it yeah top mom did happen you know when we probably like weren't watching the news or caring it was like 2008 i think um and it really was like on the news for like three years like yeah constantly nancy grace like loved this so much so yeah i remember it being in the news all the time and i remember hearing some of the stories of like her going out and partying in the bars and stuff but i don't remember the details of like the case like how did she get off was it was it more of a matter of like we know she did it but we just can't prove it or did like so part of the problem or did the jurors really believe she didn't do it part of the problem is she was put for up for the death penalty and so, like, I think that is, like, there's a lot of speculation oh, that, like, if she was, like, just, if it was just, like, 20 to life, she probably would have been convicted guilty. Um, but because, right, she was portrayed uh, very much as, like, an innocent, grieving mother. And so, like, a lot of people didn't want to, like, ruin her life, right? She looked like a kid, like a young woman. So I think that's part of it. And, like, honestly, like, I, like, I, like I've rabbit-holed this. There's so many studies that, like, honestly guys thought Casey Anthony was hot and like you can like see it in like the courtroom like she like the jurors are like into her like the male (laughs) jurors are like she's kind of hot like it's so weird um yeah I don't know so I think like that's part of it which is like just so bizarre to like think about um so there's I mean like I could go on there's like so many weird things in this case for instance like I think in the closing state or the opening statement, one of them, they just, like, were, like, and her dad sexually assaulted her. And then when they question him, they, like, never mention it. They don't bring it up. So it's just, like, this weird, like, they just put it out there, but they never talk about it. So, I mean, this, like, a new documentary just came out about her, I guess. I haven't watched it, but I guess she made it in, like, um, collaboration with Peacock. Oh, jeez. I just, I, guess, I just, I, was I guess it's, like, a whole... That thing about like how her dad like like she throws her dad under the bus and like since then like when it first happened it was weird like Casey has a whole like history of lying like she was like she was just like for some reason she's failing and she wasn't going to graduate and she was like the school messed up and they were like no but then her mom was like no the school messed up like it's fine and like every time she lied like she would get caught but then her mom like doubled down like even when she was like pregnant she was like no I'm not and it was like (laughs) Yeah, bitch, you are. <laughs> and like her mom was like, "No, it's not." And then like to this day, like they like no one's ever said who the father was. It was like treated kind of like immaculate conception. Like, "Oh my god, how did this happen?" Like so it's just like, yeah, really weird. There's like theories at some point that Cindy the mom like helped or like offered to cover it up for Casey. It's it's a good yeah. rabbit hole if anyone, you know, gets bored over this holiday yeah. season. <laughs> well, that Universal Studios story I had not heard, but it it's pretty crazy and definitely gives the vibe of somebody who just like has spent their whole life lying and somehow like never 
gets caught or people just let her off the hook of like, oh yeah, how how am I not how am I gonna get out of you know yeah, how, how am that, I gonna get out of this right? How is that not like a clear red flag? Like oh, this person is obviously lying right. Like, just right. made up a story about working somewhere. Yeah. I guess it was so, like, she was so invested. She would, like, send herself fake work emails, wow. like, to show, like, I work. And I think that she did that for, like, m- months, like, maybe years. She was yeah. like, I work at Universal, but did not. And then they actually yeah. called her on it to actually, like, go there with the cops and get all the way to the end of the hallway or whatever you said and then be like, oh, yeah, I was lying. Like, like instead of just being like, oh, we're going to go to Universal Studios being like, okay, guys, I made up the emails. But it's like, actually go there, go through the whole park, and then finally get to the end and be like, <laughs> all right, you guys are Never ready. mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's somebody who could kill somebody, I feel like, right? I, it seems like it, yeah. Her car reeked of chloroform and a dead body. I'll just... Not good signs. No. What makes that your favorite again, Paige? I just think it's really fascinating like just how crazy it got and just like to me to go through and like watch it and see it it's just like you know it's kind of how we like hindsight 2020 with the oj thing it's like how did we not how did we get this one this way like what happened here so i just think it's like fascinating where i almost picked john benet ramsey because like if there's one answer i could have in this lifetime it'd be like who killed john benet ramsey i would like love to know um, but I picked this one because like we know and it's like there's so much almost like evidence and like proof and it's like there's still like thousands of crazy theories coming out about it. So I don't know. And now she has a documentary, just like OJ has a book. America's a wild place. Yeah. All you need to Man. do is be a very famous murderer and then you get away with it. People are really yeah. into like the myster- the mysterious and like the con of it all. These days, you know why you won't go to jail. If you were a famous serial killer, who would play you in your biopic that Netflix does? Oh, probably like Dev Patel for me. Okay, that's one. That's like number my number two celebrity crush. Yeah, I don't know who who's Dev Dev Patel. Yeah, Slumdog Millionaire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. I I I saw an article. I'm lying. I didn't see an article. I saw a series of pictures on Instagram and it was like guys that are obviously hot now, but they, but they, when they were younger, everyone thought they weren't hot and he was one of the pictures. Oh really? And I, I was like, slum dog guy. I was like, Oh yeah. Slum dog guy. Came yeah. to my mind. I love that. Um, Brad, who plays you? I don't know. I'd want to say like George Clooney, but it'd probably be like Mickey Rooney or something. So, <laughs> no, especially in the serial killers, just old and beaten down. No, fall on hard. I think George Clooney would be a good one for you, <laughs> especially we'll with the with salt and pepper hair look. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I was going for. We'll go with Clooney. Yeah, in my in my dreams. Paige, who plays you? Um, I think <clears throat> Liv Tyler. Nice. Let's see that. I think she has the depth and the <laughs> mouth to face yeah. ratio that really sells my profile. <laughs> I would want I would want Paul Rudd to play me because I think it'd be funny. You're definitely not meant to be a serial killer. Yeah, that would be a you great. You don't think I have comedy. it in me? 
The fact that you picked Paul Rudd to play, do you think Paul Rudd has the, what it takes to be a serial killer? I don't think so. <laughs> he could be. He was Ant-Man. You know he he's got to be a superhero, out. and he was Ant-Man. But that's the thing. Maybe there's a lot of people that are, we're on a tangent here, who are serial killers, but you don't know it because they're just like yeah, that's the really nice point. personal people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The best ones don't get caught. It could be. Well, wasn't, that caught. Yeah, maybe. wasn't that Ted Bundy's whole thing? Or was that yeah. Bundy's? Yeah, because exactly. he was hot. He was? I think it was hot. I mean, for the 70s standard co-eds at the time that followed him to his bug, yeah. Yeah. He was like the 70s Mm -hmm. male Casey Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to make a joke like that. Brad, (laughs) Oh, my God. Talk about a wild trial. If you want to go down a different rabbit hole, Ted Bundy's trial. He proposed to to the person on the defense stand. (laughs) That's awesome. It's amazing. He also like escapes twice and like murders a bunch of people in between. It's wild. Ted Bundy's wild. I just Brad, that's not cool, Brad. He murdered people. Uh, Brad said that's cool. That's cool. Did you? I, I don't really know. Like know. <laughs> yeah, but he was so cool right. <laughs> He murdered with style, you know. Does, it, yeah. does anybody have a conspiracy theory that's that's at all in the same vein or a completely different kind of theory? Where do we want to go next? I'm so excited to hear what you guys yeah. picked. Well, mine is completely different, and and pa- <laughs> but Paige actually already mentioned mine earlier in the episode, and that is lizard people, uh, oh. also known as I had to look up the official name, but the uh, on Wikipedia it's described as the reptilian conspiracy theory, which is essentially I I didn't really know a lot about it, and I still feel like I don't know a lot about it, but it's just like. A group of people, but really a lot of people that believe that the world is run by shape-shifting lizards and that like all of our politicians, like current politicians, but also like ancient leaders, you know, like kings and stuff that like the world has always been run by these shape-shifting lizard people who disguise themselves as humans. Like they're basically aliens that came from another planet and they're shape-shifting lizards and but they're disguised as humans and run the whole society. And so I'm just intrigued by this conspiracy theory because it's just so random and doesn't seem to have any basis in reality. You know, like there's, I mean, there's conspiracy theories like the Casey Anthony stuff and who shot JFK, which is, I thought a mystery, but Paige apparently knows who did it from the last episode. But at least these are those are trying to explain like some event that happened. But I just don't understand how people just decide like, yep, we're we're run by these like alien lizard people that just change into humans. Like, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I find it fascinating. Does it, but, do you have any more like background? Do you do you know any information on where the no, Genesis was no, at well, all? It it sounds like. Or does anybody know? Yeah. So, so it sounds like in the 1920s or something there was some book a fiction book where some guy just created these shape-shifting lizard people as a character basically an enemy and they were like conning human beings and something but it was clearly a work of fiction but at some point i think in the 1990s some british guy basically his name was like david i don't know how to pronounce it icky or ick just decided to write this big conspiracy manifesto basically claiming taking these lizard people and claiming that they were real and actually did run the universe and had this whole backstory of some planet they were from. And essentially people just bought it. Like he ended up 
traveling around the world said he presented like or is presenting i don't know if he's still traveling in like 45 different countries and he would get like thousands and thousands of people to show up and uh it's actually ranked as like one of the 10 most widely believed in conspiracy theories so it's not just like you know a, a few people that think this is true it's like there's a lot of people that buy into this of just this one guy that made something up based on these like fictional characters that were written decades ago. So that's my understanding of it. I, I want to do some more reading because I still don't understand how anybody like makes up their mind that this is what's actually happening, but it's a uh, pretty random and crazy in my opinion. One of my favorite articles is that more than 12 million Americans believe that Obama is a lizard king, <laughs> and um, that factoid has stuck with me for years. Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> that just gives you a sense of, you know, who's going out and voting in the elections. Right? <laughs> but what's in it for these lizard people? Like, what are they getting out of being I, in control for so long? I don't know. You don't know what their motive, you don't know what lizards, people's, yeah, you don't like, know a mind of a lizard. They just want to see some humans... I don't know. They've been here for thousands of years. Like, what? Don't they have better shit? Right. Like, wouldn't they kill us all off and like, invade? Yeah. Or like, hang out with us? Like, be like, yeah. what are they waiting for? Losers? Like, they're just playing the long con like... of just pretending yeah. to be. In... Are they just that much superior to us that they like? They're Maybe it's like they're so much more superior to humans. They come here and they're like big shots, but then they're like you know the losers from their hometown on their yeah. home planet. Yeah. Mm. So, so I'll actually say my first exposure to lizard people was a few years ago and it was this video clip i watched involving louis ck which i can't remember if he's canceled <laughs> still or not but anyways at the time he's back a little okay. bit back. at the time i before Ish. he was canceled i liked louis ck and he was on the opie and e, opie and anthony show and donald rumsfeld was like a guest on there i still don't know why he went on there but donald Rum, rumsfeld was getting interviewed and Louis C.K. thought it'd be funny to ask him if he was a lizard person. But, like, Donald Rumsfeld refused to answer the question, I guess, just because <laughs> he didn't want to, like, fuel, you know, he didn't want to go on record being like, no, I'm not a lizard person. So he just ignored <laughs> Louis C.K. Then Louis C.K. just kept asking him and, and was saying stuff like, okay, if you're if you're a lizard person, don't acknowledge anything I, I just said. And Donald Rumsfeld just ignore him and keep doing the interview. So <laughs> it's a very, very hilarious clip. But at the time, I was like, where did this lizard person thing come from? And then yeah. I started reading about it. I'm like, holy shit, there's like millions of people that believe that actually believe politicians are lizard people. Yeah. Hmm. So you should go watch that clip. It's, uh, it's pretty funny. So are we saying that we're all... We all don't believe that this is true. Is that what we're we're, we're saying? Why? I mean, I might. Are you a lizard yeah. person? I haven't made up my mind yet. Okay. I was just, Matul is so defensive about <laughs> the idea that the audacity that this could be a thing that he almost seemed like maybe he's a lizard person. He's like, I got to seem very against this. Yeah, this is so Robbie. dumb, guys. <laughs> There's no way they would ever I, do that. They're on I us. feel like I could see believing that like politicians are controlled by like these shadowy figures because like everything seems so ominous and evil and like removed from the general public but when i was like reporting on politics like they are just as dumb if not dumber than you like they <laughs> so dumb they're so dumb like oh my god they're just like people who had money and like free time yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah 
Well, that's one one thing that uh, I I heard somebody say about a lot of these conspiracy theories, where like there's the Illuminati and like nine eleven, and basically anything where there's this like shadowy political organization that's like running the world and like making these elaborate schemes, like faking nine eleven. I basically heard somebody be like, "You're giving politicians way too much credit because if you talk yeah. to them, it's like." There's no way they can orchestrate like something to that scale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't even get a bill passed. Like how are they going to fake nine 11 and like not let anybody find any proof that they like faked this whole thing. Yeah. Without sending a single email, no <laughs> exactly. paper trail, right. nothing. I will say because I've been sick, I've been binging a lot of TV and there is a new cartoon called like Cognito Inc or Incognito or something like that. Um, but it is about two shadow agencies, the Illuminati and Cognito Inc. And like all of the conspiracies that they like control the world. It's, <laughs> that sounds it's pretty very good. funny. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. For the record, I don't believe in lizard people. I don't I don't think at least. For the record. Well, do some, do some I, like, like you said, educate yourself. And you might be 90% sure. sure. If they exist, sure. I just don't believe they're like controlling our politicians and stuff. Because, like I said, they're they're dumb. So <laughs> yeah. these people have, are advanced and smart and been around for a while. They've found better things to do. I mean, I've seen some people that look like lizards in New York City, but they don't look like they're controlling anything. They don't even <laughs> control themselves, it seems. So I don't know. The rats are. Yeah, they're in positions of, po- of power. <laughs> what tool is yours similar at all? So I was torn. I I couldn't think of like. There's one th- theory that I like because it's so ridiculous, but then there's another theory that I actually believe. Um, so the one that oh. I like is like uh, chemtrails, classic conspiracy theory. And you guys know, so if you don't know, so it's basically that people think that you know how when airplanes are flying through the sky and you see that little trail of condensation or um, the chems, yeah, the chemtrails, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> the chems, uh, but. There basically airplanes are, are, are a giant ruse to actually spray these giant uh, th- th- this um, kind of controlling chemicals into the air that do a number of different things, vague things such as control you to keep you complacent, uh, make you not realize that not not see certain frequencies that are like top secret frequencies of light that only <laughs> I don't know I guess governments can see, but basically like. They're just spraying the whole world with chemicals just to control you for somehow. Um, and the reason I like this is because the amount of efficiency and coordination it would take to have this entire supply chain of chemical production, manufacturing and supply and to weave it so seamlessly into our um, into our aviation system and 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 like do it in such a way that it's uh, efficient. I'm like impressed by their ability to mm-hmm. do so, you know, like not only, you know, they're not going up there and just spraying stuff. It's like, hey, let's just, uh, you know, create synergies between the aviation uh, uh, industry and our desire to control the entire population and just mix it into the airplane fuel uh, much more efficient. And that's just good business, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that aspect of this. Do, do you think the chemtrail supply chain got screwed up because of COVID? Just like everything. I think else. so. I think so. You can't get computer chips that's what... or chemtrails anymore. That's, that's right. Why everything's that's right. The supply chain up. hit everything. 
I yeah. will say that one. I don't believe in that. It's ridiculous. But I can see like the leap, like the gut, like there are, yeah. you know, I mean, like not to like go down this rabbit hole, but if you want to believe that like fluoride's bad for your mental health. Like, yeah. It's because there's yeah. like there's like new reports that that's like the next lead. Like the reason that we had so many serial killers in the 70s is because of all the lead poisoning and paint yeah. and cars and mm-hmm. all that shit. And now they're like fluorides, lead Amazing. number two, and yeah. you know that's they put it in our water. So I, I can see that it's yeah. not the leap yeah. that they would put it in the air, or you know, yeah. like when the government was like, the fat in milk is bad for you, so they cut it out, and then the government right. was like, you should have three servings of cheese a day all of a sudden because we cut all of this fat out of milk, and the farmers don't know what to do with it, <laughs> and now we yeah. have a cardiac issue in this country. <laughs> But, you know, so I I can see that, but that one is a bit ridiculous to get. I mean, I'm glad you explained it more, too, because I I, I was like Google on experience theories. I'm a work computer. Yeah. And uh, as you should, I saw that. I didn't know what it was. So now I know more about Mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. So that's the one that I like, but I don't believe. Um, I just like that there's, you know, this amazing infrastructure and supply (laughs) chain behind this conspiracy theory (laughs) for it to actually work. Uh, and completely clandestine. No one knows about it. But then the one I actually believe is, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with simulation theory mm. and the idea that we're actually yeah. living in a simulation. So it's not really a conspiracy theory per se, but I 100% believe that we're living in a simulation. That's not even questionable. In fact, it's provable um, to a certain degree. Oh, and then shit. the conspiracy part of it is that we're definitely in a simulation, that's for sure. But... There is, it's a a manipulated simulation. It's not a freely running simulation. So whereas a simulation is like you you provide the ingredients and it runs, but then uh, the simulation we're in is strategically intervened with regularly to create, uh, to to adjust course to go in certain directions that whoever is running the simulation wanted to go. Um, So uh, freak accidents or freak deaths or, abnormal things that completely change the trajectory of the world overnight pandemics for example um, strategic wars to help out one faction over another and just the weirdness with which things happen are strategic interventions by people who are actually running the simulation um, to to change the trajectory of where the, the the human experiment is going so wow yeah <laughs> i don't Brad. know if that exists anywhere that's my personal conspiracy Brad, I've react never heard about it uh, I'm on, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm on board with the. Uh, I could believe we're living in a simulation. I don't know about the intervening. Part. Well, there, yeah. well, I don't there's no get question it, about the simulation part, yeah. you guys. That's I don't understand the when you say we're living in a simulation. I don't. Can you explain? I don't. Still don't. Can't grasp what that means. And like, okay, so the simulation theory is that um, the simplest way to explain it is like, okay, we have video games, right? Do you remember what video games were like 30 years ago? It's like a pixel on a screen. Today, video games are these almost photorealistic, um, hyper real, almost, you know, almost looks like real life type of um, uh, environments. All right. So that's 30 years of progress. Similarly, 30 years ago, we had zero AI. Today, we have AI that can simulate real humans and, uh, you know, create conversations between them and make things out of nothing. So that's, again, 30 years of, of development. Now, on a long enough timeline, assuming even any rate of progress, you can expect that at some point you're going to have photorealistic that perfectly uh, replicates the real world and AI that can perfectly replicate 
real world scenarios. And then you also have a maximum of, um, or not maximum, a, a pr progression in computing power. So you get all the elements you need to create an environment in which you can simulate all the atoms that are in our universe. And then you just let that simulation run, um, AKA Big Bang, start of the simulation. And then you cr provided all the, the raw materials with the basic rules of physics, and then it just starts going. And then that's what we're in. We're in the, the 14th billion year of the simulation post Big Bang. And isn't there also an aspect, Matul, that like assuming somebody could develop a simulation like that, they'd be running billions and billions of simulations. And so the yes. odds are that we're living in one of those. If there's billions exactly. and billions of them, it's like if there's one reality yeah. and billions and billions of simulations, then yeah. we're probably in the simulation. Exactly. I need to hear Paige's input on this. She's making a lot of faces. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like religion. I, who's like it's just like oh we all have our own uh free will but then at at random some higher controller is just like nope uh i don't know <sighs> universal big questions always i don't have the answers and they definitely make me uncomfortable because i don't think we'll ever have the answers Wait. Well, I'll say something that makes that might make you guys feel better, which is that it doesn't actually matter because <laughs> no. you can't actually percept, you can't perceive the fact that you're in a simulation and knowing it doesn't change anything. And you also have, even if there is strategic intervention in our simulation, like you can't know what it is. So like, there's really no, nothing to do with this knowledge. Um, even if confirmed, like, what are you going to do? Nothing. You just keep going. I don't again. know. When Will, Fi Will Ferrell <clears throat> figures out he's a fictional character, he finally gets the writer to not kill him. And she kills all of her <laughs> characters. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, maybe Does it mean we're not real people? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I mean, that we're getting into metaphysics now. What is real and what isn't? Yeah. You know, if you're a consciousness, even within a computer, and you have Dude, free will. I have one of those weird real. feelings where you don't understand what's happening, who you are. <laughs> You ever have those where you think too hard and you're like, what is going on? All Am I talking time. to people right now? <laughs> is this even real? What is consciousness? But uh, oh, anywho, yeah. there you are. I like how we got progressively uh, like kind of out there with each conspiracy theory. Um, My apologies. No, no, can I do, do you want me to give mine? Mine's like kind of weird too. That's why I Please. like it though. Oh, good. Um, I don't even know if I completely follow this. Do one. you believe this? I never heard of it. I don't. Here's the there thing. I don't read enough. I don't. I don't read enough to know if I believe it or okay. not. I believe there's probably some truth in it. Okay. Did you know that that the Stranger Things was all rooted in a conspiracy theory? Like the whole series of Stranger Things really? has basis no. in conspiracy. No. Neither did I. That's why I find it interesting. I find it interesting, like how many things, like in that are movies and TV shows and stuff, come out of like events that may or may not have happened but like there's it's based on like this thing called the montauk project and it's kind of hard to follow because it starts off where in uh basically like the genesis of it was something called the philadelphia experiment which happened in 1943 where the u.s government tried to make a uh like a naval ship invisible and apparently they not only made it invisible but they made it disappear completely and they said people say that it was lost in time and space and went like 40 years in the future. Um, and <clears throat> anyways, 
this was like a, this was this whole little story called the Philadelphia Experiment, and apparently there's a lot of people saying that they were on that they're on like the ship and they, it actually happened and stuff like that. But then they made a movie about it, and the movie came out, and then this guy watched the movie, and then he like had flashbacks, and then he went to like a like a doctor, and who like unlocked his sub- subconscious or whatever like the back of his mind, and he remembered that he was on the ship that went into the future, and then he remembered that. Like he was in, like it sent him to Montauk where he was part of a secret project where they were um, like him and his brother were on Montauk's Camp Hero and they did experiments on children, like children that were like orphaned or like uh, homeless. And they did like psychological experiments on them. And one of them was a device, from a device called the Montauk chair and it was like it amplified their psychic abilities these children and then they did like all these things on them where they're able to like uh manifest objects that they would see like they or like they could if somebody gave them like i don't know like somebody lock of hair or something they could like they could visualize where that person was and like see through their eyes like similar to stranger things things and also that they had a tv screen where their thoughts manifested on the TV screen and they could manifest in reality. And the whole project was shut down supposedly because the children wanted to escape. So they manifested some like monster and it showed up on the screen and they didn't want the monster to show up in real life. So they shut down the whole project, like the people in charge of it, which was like the monster in like the stranger things, like the upside down. And uh, originally, the like the Duff brothers were gonna call it Montauk, the Stranger Things series, but they're like gonna be sued by some people that that like uh, had originally had plans for the Montauk project or whatever. So they changed it for not to not be in Montauk, and they put in Indiana, and they changed like that part of it. But all the rest of it was rooted on all these conspiracy theories. So I don't know if I believe. Good. Is are the brothers that make the show is one of them? One of the guys, I was like, I no, 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 no. Okay, okay, no. just checking. But there's there are people that have come forward since then, apparently, and said that they were children that were experimented on. And oh, like, I totally believe there's so there many is people like that government have come experimentation forward. on that's, children. That's, I mean, there's so yeah. many pedophile rings that keep popping up. You're, psh. it's that's, the easiest guess, thing to kidnap <laughs> and yeah, I don't know that happens. Well, there's a, there's like a lot of weird stuff here. Like there's interdimensionals, there's time travel. Like I believe in parts of it. Like I, I do believe that there's probably other dimensions that we haven't tapped into or that may have been tapped into before. I do believe that the government is capable of like experimenting on and probably may have done it in the past. I don't know if this whole story is true, but I, and I do also believe that I think pe- human beings are capable of more than you know, and that like mind reading all that stuff might actually be possible and things i don't know I, but i found that very fascinating yeah, i'd never heard my, any of that that was that was cool yeah that's all on you i re- i really like that one my takeaway i may have butchered these, a part of it because it was like hard to follow all the stories but yeah, I would look it. yeah my takeaway from fish? these is that like we uh yeah i can tell that we're not like a reddit armchair detective conspiracy <laughs> gang because like when i just heard all of those like i can already like connect all of our stories and like how the, like how they connected. <laughs> like for instance like 
Pat Montauk, like, if we want to talk about, like, government experimenting on children, like, MK Ultra is, like, the go-to conspiracy theory for that. And, like... <laughs> they mention it a lot. Like, I don't know what that oh, was, but yeah. they mention it a lot in the there's, stuff There's, like, this. a lot about MK Ultra. That's a It's a whole thing where they were, like, basically, like, using LSD on kids to make them, like, sleeper agents or, like, psychic. And, like, obviously that didn't work. And, like, it was, like, they were probably just, like, drugging and doing bad things to the kids. Um, but that's like a whole thing where like supposedly if we want to get like John Benet Ramsey has MK Ultra connections and like the government might have kidnapped her for ransom is like a whole that's a whole thing. But well, because it wasn't MK anyway. Ultra. Like I know there's a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding it, but wasn't itself actually like confirmed in a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like they really were doing mm-hmm. these experiments or something. Like. MK Ultra was like a confirmed project, I think, and like what the details of the project are. Or a little like, murky. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the gray area that conspiracy theory is brewed in. Nice. This was interesting. Did they were going to get canceled because we're talking about all we're talking things? about things we can't be talking no, about? No, if man. anything, we we're going to go up in ratings because there's 400 true crime podcasts. <laughs> Whoa. Give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, so I think we're going to return back to thank you for sharing your theories. I mean, not your theories. They're the ones that you wanted to bring forward. But um, I don't know. Matula's kind of just he believed it. So I don't know if it's his theory or not. I'm with Matul. You're with Matul? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. We could be. <laughs> That was a strategic intervention in the simulation right. to make you be a supporter. <laughs> nice. Hmm. Yeah, I don't right. know if we're a simulation, but there's definitely, I don't know, some connection between humans or something. I, I don't still know. We're don't like 99.9% <laughs> DNA the same. So. I need to read more. I don't still understand what this means. <laughs> that we're a simulation. Basically, we're the Sims. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's controlling me personally, though. Just no, 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 no. me. Or just controlling around you. me. It's just that sometimes they'll come in and change things slightly to change how things are happening. Yeah. So but somebody no will give you a goatee. weird goatee. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. so it's weird? Oh, I didn't, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> well, no, I, I, the, the, next yeah, episode, I'm not going to have a goatee. And you guys know why. <laughs> Intervention. Yeah. I don't know. I find that so... <laughs> Huh? You seem so conflicted, Pat. What's going on? Tell I don't, us. I don't know, man. It <laughs> seems weird because I know a lot of people think t- talk about that one. The simulation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're not in a simulation. Whether or not it's controlled, that's I guess in conspiracy. But the simulation, I can't, I can't not believe. All right, I gotta ask before we end this, this podcast. Like, let me ask you guys a question. It's not. It's somewhat related to. I don't know. Maybe not related to anything, but maybe related to everything, right? <laughs> do you ever just like? Do you ever sometimes when you're by yourself, just like start thinking? And you're like, just really try to move something with your mind, like oh, try or like try to float or something. Yeah. When's the last time you tried to do it? Probably like within the last week. <laughs> Probably not for like two years. When I was like really into meditating. I would like try to like lift my arms off the ground without like lifting them off the ground, but like, uh, yeah, I was lifting them. Yeah. Off the ground. Brad, have you tried? <laughs> Not for a long time. I don't have the mental willpower. Like I just know I wouldn't. Be. 
I don't have enough no, that's why belief in myself. That's why I can't do it I because you don't believe. I don't know if I believe self-esteem issues. Should be possible, right? I don't know. I don't know if I'm like, oh, we can all have like tap into like the telekinesis power, but I do think there is like, um, like there is like untested like healing energies of like your brain that like they're starting mm. to get into because we still don't know a lot about our brain and like I actually just looked this up today, yeah. but that's like why cats purr is like the vibration mm. is supposed to be like healing. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, and that's like. Yeah, why you're supposed to like say "om" and like do all those like vibrating noises when you meditate? So, wow. yeah, I don't know if I'm going for uh, <laughs> the full Monty, but I do think like yeah, we have some healing powers up there we could tap into. Do you envision a future product called the Healing Vibrator? <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's already out there. Because I would buy that. You're clearly not trolling the sex toy <laughs> forums because I bet that's out there. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Very interesting tool. <laughs> um, our next episode, I'm gonna take it back to a regular hey. agenda. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll switch it up, anyways. But uh, Matul, you have the can you uh, do a wheel? Because right. uh, I actually it? I didn't spin a wheel Drink, for this one. Hot I'm sauce. just gonna no. <laughs> Paige already gave us the intro in the Old Town Movie Voice, and Brad just did his poem. <laughs> Matul, next episode. You have to intro the podcast like you're introing a rodeo, like 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 a cowboy. <laughs> Yeehaw. Like, hey y'all, come on in. You know what hey I mean? Like you have to get into it. Have any right. of you um, been to a rodeo? <clears throat> yeah, they're fun. I'm guessing uh, I've never like been Brad. to a rodeo. Yeah. No, but my dad will like text my family constantly and say, This rodeo's on TV right now, and this guy just won this award. <laughs> and like I'm dead serious. Like, Wait, there's he, a like, rodeo he's, schedule? <laughs> he's obsessed with rodeos. She's always amazing. like sending me sending me links to things and like cowboy wow. stuff. Over the past, that's I don't know, crazy. over the past several years, my dad's solely. I wonder if that's like a thing. Cowboy. Like I feel Brad's like when my him. dad He's hit forty, it. he got like really into cowboys all of a sudden. You know what's weird too? I've started to, I've started to get into it myself oh, a little no! bit. <laughs> You're getting close was, to the forty. The other day I was yeah, thinking yeah. about it. I was like, should I get a cowboy hat? Well, you have a sweet cowboy costume, Pat. Yeah, you gotta you gotta post some pictures of that on the. I think you'd be a Orville Peck kind of cowboy, Pat. <sighs> Orville, nope. I don't know what that, Just, know what that means. Yep. Okay. Orville well, Cat? No one listens to country music. That was we got that. I know zero. <laughs> someone got us. Someone. Some little peeps could be like, "Whoa, yeah. that's a good reference." <laughs> um, I don't even know where, where, where I was going next. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Our I get Paige. You have the homework for next time. Um, Maybe we'll do something like this again with like a different topic, but for next week, uh, I would like you to, to come with what you find to be some of the most interesting facts about friendship. We oh. can bring it back, bring it back to friendship a little bit. Mm. Like I saw some weird, like there's some interesting weird ones out there. I don't know. Um, I mean, it could be fun, interesting, cool. I don't know if Brad's smirking so hard. Like the two hundred hours, whatever thing was like an interesting one, but there are other other ones out there. Yeah. Well, now I just, it's like, I just want to know like, Pat's interesting weird facts about friendship. But luckily, we'll Brene, Pat, I don't, I don't Brene Brown have, I don't, has a we'll whole. I don't remember <laughs> the one. No, the, but there's some who are like every like you only become friends out of like one or every twelve people you meet or something like that. I don't know. There's like weird stats like that that exist. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to hearing <laughs> about them. <laughs> well, Paige is gonna. I know. She's gonna I'm, gonna share. Gonna sh I'm gonna shatter them. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I'm feel free to, and to like bring any friendship them. conspiracy theories too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, what did we learn about each other, guys? Learned a lot, especially in the conspiracy space. Yeah. What kind of things that we're interested in, or at least gravitate yeah. towards. Very interesting. Well, two things we're in a simulation. That's all I'm taking away from this. <laughs> Um, I'm definitely the I spend the most time chilling with the creepy subjects I learn <laughs> Brad's probably a lizard yeah <laughs> I yeah. Brad is definitely a lizard for, for sure. sure yeah very cool I th- I do think we're gelling a lot more and the conversation is getting a lot more organic <laughs> so I think I don't know why you're giggling Paige I just like I guess... when we're gelling and then you like call it out it's just like it's yeah. like the most those are the Jelling. two most opposing things happening at the same time. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to wink every time from now on. It's like, hey, guys, we have a really organic good mood going on. <laughs> well, that's... So I, unforced. I mean, the thing is, little peeps don't realize you guys have never met. And we only I talk know. together on this podcast. That's true. It's crazy. So I find it cool. It, yeah, yeah, that is. when you When you phrase it that way. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of scared to meet you guys in person. Like, what if it changes things? How and, tall like, do you think I am, guys? No, That's going to be the finale. Out to be like seven foot tall or something. <laughs> I know. I know how tall everybody is. I met. Oh, I've met everybody, obviously. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's the glue one. that binds okay. us together or whatever. whatever yeah. It is. yeah. It's scary. <laughs> it could change this whole wonderful dynamic. Also, I'll see you soon, Matul, right? I'll see you in uh, two weeks. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. No, oh, sorry. Uh, yes, I will see you in a week or two. Later. You can say shit. I don't, I swear I don't have to. We have an explicit. We've right never. <laughs> I have to check that every time because I'm like, did we swear this time? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably sure we did. Yeah. I explicit. feel like if I'm on the podcast, you have to check it every time. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's right. I will be seeing Mr. Pat Patterson, Fat Matt Pat, in a couple weeks. <laughs> Fat Matt Patterson. The, our, oh, our biggest and writing. maybe we'll. Oh, oh yeah, you'll so, get to see the second tallest Christmas tree exhibit oh, in the right. U.S. Oh, at Rockefeller is. Center. It's yeah. the whole ten feet shorter than the Mile High tree. No, you want to see a real tree? Head west. That's true. What's up? That reminds me. Uh, well, I think we're gonna try to record when Matul's here. Yeah, yeah. Matul. Oh, be fun. No, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have three screens instead of four Woo. on the Zoom. Well, that's gonna um, be weird. Uh, yeah. Well. Thanks for listening, little peeps. Um, as always, I'm I'm your host, Fat Matt Pat, here <laughs> with uh, my crew, and we'll talk to you next time. See y'all. Bye, everybody. Bye. Peace and blessings. Don't breathe the chemtrails. Hey there. Did you like the show? Did we make you pee your pants? LOL. At least exhale through your nose half chortle while you're listening to this at work. If you did like the show and you want to follow us, find us on Twitter and Instagram at BFF4LPod or find us online at BFF4LPod.com. Bye.